Blog Talk Radio. Also, check out 
the company that sponsors us, the Go Agency. We're online marketing specialists. You can learn more about the Go Agency at www.thegoagencyusa.com. And don't neglect the blog. Wonderful articles there, and there's going to be many, many new ones posted over the coming weeks. So, let's talk about Twitter. Obviously, you uh, you know when it comes to social media sites, we always talk about the big three, especially when I'm talking with my clients, um, because generally that's what people use the most. Because you know sometimes we'll talk about Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter are the big three. By the way, a lot of people. Um, don't have enough content for something along the lines of Pinterest or YouTube, and those are also mega big. Um, and some people just don't really understand the power of Google+. So we tend to focus our conversations um, with prospective clients and you know existing and past clients around Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. So of those three, I'm sure that many of you have a Facebook page. So probably the majority of you have a Facebook um, account, rather that you have a personal profile, maybe even have a company page that you're using, and I'm sure that you're on LinkedIn. Just maybe to, you're using it actively, or you just created it because you went to a seminar and someone said, hey, LinkedIn's great, and then you started one, which is nothing to be ashamed of, by the way. Um, you know, I, I've signed up for things before just because um, I've, I've heard it a comp, try it out, and then just found out I didn't have enough time for it. But don't, don't feel bad. But Twitter is probably one of the things you, you may have not done just because it looks crazy. Uh, you know, and I, I, I can't agree with you, Morgan. When I first started using Twitter, one of the first things I figured out was that uh, I wasn't going to get everything that I needed out of Twitter.com, logging into my account on Twitter.com and going through it and figuring out what I needed. I needed to find something else to help me use Twitter like a power user. So, you know, even, even with our accounts, that we handle for clients internationally, what we usually do is we use TweetDeck or Brandchirp or there's a, there's a whole bunch of different um, tools that you can use. Social Oomph, um, oh my gosh, Buffer, Hootsuite, there's a million different things that you can do. So, um, you know, just a side tip, third Google, third-party Twitter app, application, whatever, um, something along those lines, and you'll find out, you'll find some really good, helpful um, apps that you can use mostly for free in many, in many cases, depending on how many accounts that you're managing. But what we want to talk about here is, okay, we know we want to get information out there. We know we want to find our target consumers. We know we want to engage with people. But what should we do and what should we not do? Okay. I would say the number one thing that you should do is find people and follow them the people that are in your target market. You want to follow and engage with people who want to hear what you have to say. So then the next do is do provide interesting content that your followers, the people that are going to go back and follow you, are going to want to engage with and share, such as retweet or you know, they can even copy it and send it on to a friend via email. There's so many different ways of sharing items on Twitter now. Uh, make your head spin. But people that are in your target market and follow them and also provide those people with really good information. Now, here's a don't. When you're coming up with your information to share, don't constantly promote yourself. If this is, hey, guess what, everyone? We moved two steps to the left today. Here's a pick. 
Um, guess what? We have a new service. Guess what? We have a coupon. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? I don't care. All you're doing is pushing stuff to me. It's basically like when you're li- when you're watching television, and then all of a sudden one of those um, as seen on TV ads come on <laughs> that are screaming at you. There's some man or woman screaming at you about the importance of a pan that can cook a whole turkey in five minutes. That is what you will sound like when you are constantly promoting yourself. So you want to blend in. You want to be able to, you know, have that bit of promotion, but also touch on other topics. You know, you want to entertain, educate, and engage. So what I would really suggest that you do is create a percentage, maybe 80% um, interesting content and interesting questions, interesting whatever that you can put out. And then the other 20% that you put out would be promotional. Now, don't smack you over with a two-by-four promotional. Make it a little bit lighter. Don't say, click here for exclusive discount on this 25 times a week. Nobody wants that. They want, are you interested in learning more about social media marketing? Click here. Okay, that sounds a little bit nicer than, click here for 75% off of this percent of that. It's like, give me a break. Unless you are selling um, a product or um that you really need to push or um, you have a service that you really need to, you know, make some movements on, then you can, you, you can do those fire sale type tweets, but you really got to be careful with doing them consistently all the time. So don't do those consistently. Also, do ask questions because if you ask questions um, and you use the right keywords, which is another do, do use keywords because people can search on Twitter using Twitter itself, or also using a third-party application. So if you're using keywords, which they can search, and you're asking a question using the keywords, which will turn up in the search, people will answer your question. People that are out of the blue and out of the box and out of, from outer space question. And what's good about this is you can use it for two different reasons. You can use it for, for example, one thing you can do is you can do it for market research. Maybe you're testing a new topic and you want to see how people will react to it. So you can create a tweet around something regarding that one new topic and then see what you get. The second one thing you can do is just ask people what they're interested in. What, what can we do for you to make it better? You can do it for customer service. So how can we make your experience better? How can we enhance our service? How can we whatever? What would you like to learn more about in terms of our, our company? Because many companies are very confusing um, because of their technical aspect or whatever. So do ask questions with keywords that are related to your company so you can learn more about how people want to engage with you online. This is very important, and I think it's something that you should really take note of. So look through your tweets and see if you're asking enough questions. Also, um, another one that I think is don't always respond to a question with a link. Um, unless you, I'd like to respond to a question that someone's asking you directly with an explanation and then I would send that tweet out and then maybe send another one saying, hey, actually, if you'd like more information, check this out and send them a link. Don't just respond, link. That's ice cold, super, super ice cold, especially if that person took the time to reach out to you. This is what you want. You want people to talk to you. So don't be cold. Don't get lazy. This is the one thing that really frustrates me. This is another big don't. Don't get lazy as soon as people start getting in touch with you. You've worked so hard to get out there and get engaged and get people noticing you, and then all of a sudden it's kind of like, oh, no, I got, 
I got 25 replies yesterday. Oh, I have to talk to each one of these and start these conversations. Oh, I don't know where they're going to go. And Like, shut up. That's ridiculous. You should be just enjoying that. So that's a win for you. So don't get lazy. Every single one of those people should get something personal from you. That's called the conversation. That's why we use Twitter. Also, if you are going to, um, if someone follows you, um, and there's tools for this too that you can find using Google, if um, someone follows you and you think that they're interesting, you should follow them back. Because what that shows, so do follow people back that you feel are um, suitable for your market or your account or whatever direction that you're going in. The thing is, when you look at somebody, for example, on Twitter that has, um, say, 7,000 followers, but they're only following 10 people, that means that they are basically just, I don't know, like the media. They're just putting out stuff for other people to engage with. They have no interest in engaging with anybody. And this is very true. So you want to be following people because you want to be part of the conversation. Don't just like sit on your high horse and go, oh, I have um, you know, 17,000 uh, followers, so hey, I don't need to follow anybody. They, everyone likes me, so I'll just keep doing the same thing. You need to get involved in the conversation. Now, obviously, this is a great problem to have, having 17,000 followers, right? But you know, um, my thing is that if you want to start using it correctly, why don't you just jump in there and start engaging with other people? So do engage with other people. Um, also, do answer questions. So if you're on Twitter, you can search for people that have that are asking questions about your um, expertise. So, for example, say that you're um, an expert on uh, graphic design. So maybe it's Adobe Photoshop is your is is your um, what you're great at. Um, you can search Twitter for question about Adobe Photoshop and see what comes up. Because or um, for for my firm who specializes in social media. Maybe it's, I need social media marketing, would be my search term or search phrase. So I would go, in the, go into Twitter, put that in there, and bam, a, a lot of uh, results will pop up. Will they all be perfect? No, but at least it's a way of doing that. So you can answer some people's questions and, you know, find people that way as well. All right, I've gone through quite a few do's and don'ts here. Um, and, you know, most of them do sound simplistic, but I want you to understand that, you know, you have to keep it simple when you're doing social media. You can't make everything over complex or over complicated, rather, because it will just confuse you and slow down your work and kill your budget. I'm Christopher Tompkins. This has been the Social Marketing Academy. Had so much fun, as usual, talking to you guys. I can't wait to uh, speak with you tomorrow. So have a great day, and check out iTunes for us.